All right, good evening, Grace Point. We're going to continue in Matthew chapter 8. We're talking about the authority of the believer. It comes through Christ. It comes in the name of Jesus. It's not independent of Christ. It's not independent of Jesus the Lord. That authority comes through Jesus. We've been teaching on it out of Matthew chapter 8. So I'll just kind of read over and talk about this again. Jesus came on two demoniacs, and they said, hey, are you going to torment us before the time? It was almost like there was a lease or a short time that the demons were going to be in authority. It wasn't the time yet. The Bible talks about the age to come. In that age to come, there's going to be no demons. They're going to be locked up and uh, tormented and tortured forever. They're going to be in, in hell, the lake of fire forever. Satan's not going to be ruling in the lake of fire. He's going to be tormented. I don't know how he rules now. It's a different topic. But he will be tormented forever and ever in the lake of fire. He wants you to share his fate. He hates men. And I've taught on this before, but do you know why Satan hates men? Because we're made in the image of God. And he hates God. He's full of hatred, bitterness. And also, he cannot be redeemed. We can And we have been redeemed because of beautiful Jesus, what Jesus did for us. God didn't allow us uh, to be eternally damned. And there's reasons for that. And you'll probably in eternity will understand everything that happened more and more. I know this, the Bible says that right now our affliction is a light affliction just for a moment. So Father, as we teach this, I pray for a spirit of wisdom and revelation to be granted to the hearer. God and the speaker, in Jesus' name. So, Jesus has authority. We've been teaching that. Jesus has authority. Uh, I'm going to pick, it says, um, the the demons, he was casting them out, and they said, please, they begged him, throw us into the pigs, and he said, go. And they came out, and they went into the pigs, and the pigs rushed down the hill. So, Jesus had authority All Jesus had to do, he didn't beg the demons. He didn't tell them 50 times to come out. He operated in the pure authority and power of God. He just said, go, and the demons left. It's exactly like chapter 8 where we read about the centurion. The centurion said, let's go back there. It would be good to remind ourselves of it. Jesus said he'd go and heal the centurion's servant. And the centurion said, hey, I also am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I tell this one, go, and he goes. This one, come, and he comes. That's, and he says, I tell this one, do this, and he does it. And when Jesus heard this, he said, I tell you the truth, I have not found so much faith, such great faith in all of Israel. What was that faith based on? This centurion understood authority. He'd tell this guy to go, and he'd go. He'd tell that one to come, and he'd come. Jesus has that type of authority in the Spirit. He tells the demon to go. It's got to go. Now, what do we have as believers in Christ? What do we have as believers? We have authority. Where, where is that authority located? Well, if you could go to the book of, I don't know exactly where it's at right now, it's escaping me, but if you go to the book of Acts, you'll find out that the believers operated in authority 
and they use the name of Jesus. The seven sons of Sceva in the book of Acts tried to cast out devils, right? And so this guy uh, had demons in him, and they said, in uh, the name of Jesus who Paul preaches, come out of him. And the demons spoke out of this guy, and they said, hey, we know Paul. Isn't that something? It's something. They said, we know Jesus, which doesn't surprise us, but they also said, we know Paul. Isn't that amazing? We know Jesus. We know Paul. If Jesus tells us to come out, we're coming out. If Paul tells us to come out, we're coming out. We don't know who you are. And they beat, they beat these seven sons of Sceva. They weren't Christians. They practiced magic and stuff. They weren't Christians, he says. So they didn't have any authority because they weren't new creations. They weren't born again. They weren't covered under the blood. They weren't under the grace of God. They had no authority. And that demoniac jumped on them and beat them up. And they ran through the, what, the house naked or something. But if Paul told that demoniac to come out, they had to come out. I could give you stories from the book of Acts. I, I'm not going to go through it. Because we still don't have time. Maybe another time where Paul did exactly that, said, come out, and the demons came out. There was one, the guy was a magician, and the, the woman was a soothsayer. And Paul was grieved by the soothsaying woman. He saw in the spirit, he had discerning of spirits. He saw that demon, he told it to come out. And they got mad at Paul because they made their living by her. And they went, and uh, that created a big ruckus because Paul cast that devil out. Was Paul Jesus? No, he wasn't. Paul was like you and me. He's a disciple of Jesus Christ. He had the authority in the name of Jesus. So we have that same authority, and we have it in the name of Jesus, where we can tell demons to go, and they've got to go. Now, I know the, the Bible says sometimes these things don't come out but by prayer and fasting. I think it's uh, dedication to God, our commitment to God, our faith, and our, all these things play a part and whether we can operate in the authority. Everything that Jesus has given us operates by faith. So even your authority over demons is going to be limited to your faith. You can say it. If you don't believe it, there's, there's no power behind it. It's your faith that connects you to the Spirit of God. We walk by faith. We walk in the Spirit by faith. When we're walking in faith, walking in obedience to the Lord, by faith, and we use the name of Jesus, there's power in that name. Didn't Peter say it is by the name of Jesus and faith in that name that this man stands before you healed? It's not just the name. He said it's the name of Jesus and faith. This is, I think, in Acts 4. Faith in that name that this man stands before you healed. So we need to believe these things. Some people say, well, I never see these things. Well, you're never taught. And if you get taught, you've got so much unbelief to fight through. If we just simply believe in what Jesus uh, taught us, the authority we have, we can operate in this authority too. So, he said, go, and they left. I want to read a couple of scriptures in Paul's letters that talk about authority, then we'll wrap it up just want you to know, as a believer, we have authority in the name of Jesus. Yeah, I don't know, Lord, if I have time for that or not. We'll, we'll see. Okay, in, in Ephesians chapter 1, and I reference this a lot, 
Paul was praying and asking God in verse 17, chapter 1, the God, the Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, that he would give a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. And he prayed that the eyes of their heart would be enlightened in order that they might know the hope to which they're called, the riches of the glory of their inheritance and the saints. Get this. And he's praying, I pray that you know the surpassing greatness of his power to you that believe. So he's saying, you have power right now in Jesus. Doesn't he say that? I mean, just read it. The surpassing greatness of his power to who? To you that believe. Faith in the name. Faith in Jesus. To you that believe. He said, I pray that you know the surpassing greatness of his power you have now. He doesn't push it off to the future. He says, that God exerted this when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him, Christ, at his own right hand in heavenly realms. What is at the right hand of God? What does that mean, that Christ is seated at the right hand of God? The right hand is a position of authority. King's right-hand man. You ever heard that saying, he's my right-hand man? Jesus stood at a position of authority at the right hand of the Father. That means he has all authority. It's been given to him. He's at the right hand. And Paul was saying that um, he seated him there in heavenly realms, far above all principality, all authority, all power, all dominion, every name that is named, not only in the present age, but in the age to come. And God has placed all things under his feet and gave him to be what? The head of the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Colossians 3, 3, or we've been raised up and seated with him. Colossians 3, 1. Uh, Ephesians 2, 5 here, he says, we're seated with Christ. We have been raised up and we're seated with Christ in a position of authority. Now, to me, that's a given. We have, we are in that position. Of course, we have to walk in it. We have to see it. We have to believe in it. We got to walk in the spirit, in obedience to the spirit, not law, faith, walk in, walk in love, all, you know, walk in for all these things we walk in. But when we walk in that union with Christ, we can operate in that authority. It's not independent of the Lord. Now, I'm going to pick up there next week. I got more scriptures I could read, and I have more in my mind. But we right now are raised up and seated with Christ in heavenly places. We're his body, and we exercise that dominion by faith in his name. We have power in that name. Whether you're taught you do or not, it says right here, Paul was praying that you would know the power available to you in Christ. Whether you're taught it, whether you believe it, it's in the word. Let me read this because we're going to pick up there next week. It says in chapter 2, verse 4, But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive. Where? With Christ. When we were dead in our transgressions, it is by grace we have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms. He seated us with him in heavenly realms. We're sitting there with Jesus in a position of authority. We'll just stop right there tonight.